Welcome to episode 7 of the Younger, Smarter, Better podcast, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits so they are better educated to do with life and never have to say the phrase, I wish I knew that when I was a young adult. I'm your host, Christian Adlita, and today we're going to be discussing leadership and why leadership skills are so important to life and education. Hi everybody, uh, it's me, Vikas Patel, another co-host of the Younger, Smetter, Be- Younger Smarter, Better podcast, <laughs> and I want to be joining Christian today, talking about leadership skills and traits and what makes somebody a great leader. Awesome, awesome. I'm so glad you could join us today, Vikas, and I wanted to start off right off the bat with a little story that I have that emphasizes what bad leadership looks like, or really the lack of leadership, and why leadership is so important. So, when I was in physics class, we have one of those labs, and we had a group of uh, four people, one of those like random, randomly sorted groups, so no one really knows each other. But everyone had, it's a very simple lab. So this physics lab was to measure the distance of this remote control car and to see how fast the car would go and to basically graph its acceleration over time, over one meter. The problem is, is that everyone in the group had a different idea on how this was supposed to be done and everyone didn't listen or cooperate or communicate properly with everyone else so we ended up spending the entire period doing five different versions of the same lab and having to restart after every one because no one communicated and there was a lack of a leader in that group because it was everyone was just kind of butting heads and trying to see like how i want it done this way and this isn't going to work and this that and the other and then we go through we ended up having at the we had a double period that day so at the end of the first period of 45 minutes we ended up actually making negative progress because someone at the end of our fifth trial of doing this deleted all the info which you know wow yeah it's it's it was really bad but after we had to do it like i have to use another second period to go through the project and after that it was just kind of like every man for himself almost and that that's just kind of what happens when you don't have someone like in charge or don't have someone that's like uh in control sort of some like leader someone that knows what they're doing and can help everyone else when it comes to that with communicating so that is one story that i thought really emphasized what bad leadership looks like yeah totally another thing to go off your story like a lot of times people have different ideas and are going to jump in and how they think they should do it. But for me, I don't quite experience that as as much I experience like a whole group of people are given an assignment and none of them want to take charge and be the leader. Mm -hmm. They all want to be followers. Mm -hmm. For me, I personally, I've experienced that a lot more. It's almost the exact same outcome. Instead of people are eager to get in and complete their task and end up butting heads, People are confused and everybody's scared to take on the leadership position because they have a fear of being judged or they fear of they're going to do something wrong and they have fears that it's not going to work out in the end and everybody's going to look to them and say it's all their fault. Mm-hmm. So I it, feel that's a big thing. You got you to gotta be very strong and be mentally tough. I think when it comes to being in a leadership position – like you were saying, no one really wants to be able to, no one wants to take the blame for the fall. And that's kind of one of the things that, like, as a leader, you kind of have to do 
And when it comes into leadership, there's a lot of different things that leadership covers. One of them, I would say, was being able to take the blame, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And what do you think are some other things that in, um, encapsulate a good leader? Okay, yeah. Um, I think leaders have very like distinctive qualities, but I think there's some qualities that set apart good leaders from bad leaders. Mm-hmm. Like I stated before, mentally tough. This means they stick to what their like morals and ethics are. They're able to take in all points of views of their perspective or topic that they're debating whether to do, and they can make a very well-educated decision. I would say probably mentally tough is probably the most important trait for a good leader. Mm-hmm. When it comes to uh, mentally tough, do you say that like as in they're more of stubborn and they like they try and keep trying and have that like motivation to keep going through their idea or like helping out the group or what do you when you say mental toughness what do you define that a little bit more for me okay yes sorry um by mentally tough i don't mean like stubborn you only do what you want to do i mean mentally tough maybe tough is not the right word but maybe mentally open Mm -hmm. and um educated would probably be better okay like you're taking a different perspective you're trying to see everything different people's perspectives in order to reciprocate the best possible decision or outcome. It's not so much as being like, we're going to do this. You got to follow my directions. I'm the leader. I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. Because that's something that could make a bad leader. But something that would make a good leader is being able to like listen to all your followers, be able to put the group's interest ahead of yourself, not being able to be persuaded by bad decisions and mm-hmm. be able to stick true to your morals and ethics, what you believe is best for the group, probably mentally mental openness would probably be a better word to describe what I was trying to say. I think that makes a lot more sense because the first thing that you said when it came to mind, I was like, that sounds a lot like being just stubborn. But when it comes to leadership traits, I don't know how well stubbornness fits in. But for me personally, I think what you said had a lot of good idea, like being open to other people's perspective. Mm -hmm. But I think being able to uh, have good communication skills for me personally makes the difference between a good and a bad leader. When it comes to being a good leader, being able to communicate clearly with your group and making sure that everyone knows what they're doing and that everyone understands the project, what's due when, that they know what they're doing, when it's to be done by, making sure that the overall the group is organized and has a direction that everyone's going to, everyone understand what the tasks are that needs to be done, who needs to do what when. Those are the things that I think when it comes down to being a leader that that's the top thing on my list. And being able to communicate that clearly with everyone is amazing and it's super mm-hmm. important. Yeah, communicate effectively. That's probably really high up there. Mm-hmm. I It was close to my number one, but I just still think mental toughness is um, really probably the most important, but I'm not downsizing effective communication because that's right up there as well. I think they both go hand in hand. Being open to other people's like mental openness being able to be educated and understanding and like listening to other people's ideas, it plays hand in hand with being able to communicate those ideas and making sure that everyone's on the same page. So I think in the same in the sense we're talking about two sides of the same coin when it comes to leadership. It's being able to being open to everyone else's ideas and directing all of those ideas into a direction so that everyone knows like is on top of things and organized. Yeah, I think those two do go hand in hand. But maybe in more of an indirect way, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a, like a whole network or web of specific like traits or something uh, that make up a great leader. Like, what else do you think would be like in like a great leader or a great leader that always possesses this trait? 
So I think when it comes to leadership roles and another thing that comes in is having an authoritative, like being an authority on that, like the project at hand is super beneficial. So one of the things that like having ethos, which is authority, is one of the things that helps persuade people. And one of the things that I've seen is a comparison for generalizing. So there's a boss and there's a leader. A boss is the person that sits behind the desk and tells people what to do. The leader is the person that's like brothers in arms, like on the front lines together solving the problem, like helping direct rather than a boss that sits back and like is kind of like bossy. A leadership kind of leads the group. And those are the kind of the two differences when it comes down to a boss versus a leader. Now, you can have good bosses that, like, you can have bosses that are leaders, and you can have leaders that are bossy. So, it's like, you know, there's hand in hand. It's better to be a leader than it is a boss, from my perspective. Yeah, I would agree with that. Definitely good. Better to be a leader than a boss. Because I feel like leader is like everybody who you lead Mm -hmm. calls you a leader. They know you're a leader. You're leading them. They respect you. Mm -hmm. Being a boss that doesn't have as like well of a connotation as leader does. Like being a mm-hmm. boss, everybody hears like, oh, my boss is making me come into work on Saturday. My boss, my boss, my boss. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like this person's in charge of me, but they're not doing, not necessarily, but not necessarily doing a good job. They're just in charge of me. I don't really like how they're doing stuff. If they were to change it to a leader, It'd make more sense. I like my leader. I follow him. I follow Mm. his rules. I follow his decisions. So I think when it comes to um, leadership, right, one of the things for being a good leader is you have to have people, like, following your lead, right? How? What is one of the things that you think would be one of the traits that makes people want to follow you and, like, lead behind you? Uh, That's actually a very good question. Um, I'd probably go with probably confidence and Mm -hmm dominance but in a reasonable dominance i think those two go hand in hand Mm -hmm. i think just like if you're confident you're able to make decisions based on your confidence because if you're dominant you're able to take charge of something you're able to rally the troops take charge of a group or something Mm -hmm. and because you're confident in your decisions and you're dominant over whatever you're over your group or dominant over your table or section or whatever, mm. you're able to become a good leader. People respect people who are confident and dominant. But being that said, you should you can't be overconfident or overdominant because mm-hmm. if you do that, it will lead to a whole bunch of negative effects, which would actually maybe turn the connotation of leader for you into a boss. I can I definitely see what you're saying. I was going to point that out, but you said it perfectly that you need a good amount of confidence and dominance in a sense, but you can't have too much or too little. It's like the perfect amount mix between yeah. being confident on what you're doing and being able to like say, being able to answer questions. As a leader, people are going to come up to you and like ask you questions or they're not they really people are looking for what direction and as a leader you got to lead them and direct them towards that. So they're going to ask you questions. They're going to get want to ask your input and stuff. And one of the things as a leader that you got to make sure you don't do is you don't want to take people's problems away from them. Because problems, although most people are like there's a very big negative connotation with um problems nowadays. But one of the things that problems help with is they help you grow and help you get better. A problem like makes you improve and forces you into improve and when you get stuck with a problem it's really hard because you're like this isn't working nothing's right and you just want to give up and you're kind of like mentally out of ideas and stuff a leader 
will help you direct. A leader will not take your problems away from you. They'll lead you in the correct direction. They'll give you hints. It's like when you're trying to answer a riddle or something, they're not going to give you the answer to the riddle. They're going to give you hints so that you can think about that next time and think about how does that apply to the other riddles. Yeah. I don't think a leader necessarily needs to like solve the problem, but they should help you like guide you to some sort of solution. They don't need to like fix everything, but they should help the group in general. And I think that benefits the leader as well because, I mean, if you're – so say you're the type of leader that takes people's problems away from them, right? Now you have a lot more problems to deal with because as the leader, you now have all of the people that you're trying to lead. You have all of their problems on your shoulders, and that just seems like a lot of extra additional stress that isn't really required when it comes to being a leadership position. That's a really good statement. I agree with that. Also, just to be, still talk about the traits of good leaders, mm. what traits do you think makes a leader, but if you overuse or underuse these traits, can turn you into more of a dictator or boss that rules people, but the people don't really see or respect them as a leader? What type of traits or what type of actions do you think would correspond with that? Well, I think really too much of anything or too much of a good thing really like poisonous so like even communication over communicating and being a like a micromanager like telling people where they need to be and like hey what are you doing what are you doing like or why are you not working on this why are you not doing this like all of these other sort of like any trait almost like if you're being too communicating like you're communicating every little process and like trying to like nose in on every part of the like breakdown process if you're trying to be a part of every little part of the process then over communication could be bad over dominance could be bad asserting yourself as like the boss and the head macho dude and being like oh why are you not doing this i'm the boss here i am in control having that kind of like that confidence being overly confident like trust me this is going to work it's my idea of course it's going to work those like any of the things that you kind of discuss when it comes to it too much of it bad thing too little of it bad thing it's got to be just enough and you can kind of like you'll as you do it more and more you'll know where enough is because when it comes to communication right you don't want to be like bugging people like i don't know if i i can say this or not but like me personally when it comes to ysb being like trying to communicate with you guys like hey we need to record an episode or hey we need to like have this done or x y and z position I can get into a state where I'll like notify you guys every hour or something. <laughs> but I, I try what I try to do is not have that. I just want to make sure that you guys know what's happening and when needs to be done by. And yeah. Like, yeah. you know, stand back. So I wanna ask you as a question, because I try to like lead the YSB podcast. Do you think from what I do that I am being an effective leader or do you think there is something that I'm missing or some like aspect of me as a person that's missing as a leadership aspect? Okay, yeah. Um, let me just give like a brief description of probably what you do on a weekly basis. So um, <laughs> we record, we try to record at least one episode a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we do that, we typically have our scripts planned out for the month or what the basic topics we want to cover during the month. Mm-hmm. So what Christian does throughout the month is he'll send us the scripts that we're supposed to be working on next week. He'll give us some basic outlines of the script and what we should look for and like try to like a script for the script what we should do to prepare he's not like on top of us he's not like if something he's kind of more like a tech like a reminder on your phone or something like if you don't if you forget to do it he's not gonna be reading down your throat he's just a reminder yeah so he probably sends stuff maybe 
three or four times a week just to update, let us know what we should be doing, if um, what else we could be doing or if something's not done. But I think what he does a really good job with is probably effective communication. He doesn't overdo it or underdo it. Because overdoing it would probably be like seven days a week, maybe, or like twice a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. If underdoing it, it's like once a week, just a reminder or something. But I think three to four times a week, it's probably a good number. Split the difference. And each message is not like the same thing. It's different stuff. Like, hey, guys, this is the script for next week. Maybe we should start researching. Hey, guys, I noticed that some descriptions aren't done uh, for the upcoming video. Can somebody please try to do that if they have free time? Hey, guys, um, just let let you know that we got some interesting replies on our social media page. Maybe somebody would like to respond to them and maybe try to market with some people. Mm-hmm. So basically that stuff, he's not like on top of us, but kind of guiding us, like I said before, guiding us to a solution, guiding us to like excel in the podcast. Yeah, like I try to I try to, um, you know, uh, live by what I preach in a sense of like when it comes mm-hmm. down to leadership and all of these other things like all of this stuff. I've like read all these books and all these things on leadership and all of these other tactics and stuff. So I try to not be like on everyone's backs or anything like here's what needs to be done when and now, 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 now. I try to be like, hey, guys, um, stuff's happening. Here's an update for you. Uh, and let's let's take over the world. One podcast at a time. (laughs) We're talking about all these traits and stuff that makes a good leader, Mm -hmm. and you are the found. You're the founder of the YSB podcast, and all of the other co-hosts are following your leadership. Mm -hmm. And since we're close friends, it kind of makes it easier to communicate and be able to connect with each other. But if you're just a leader with a random group of people, it's probably going to be a lot harder. It's very so, different. Yeah. So it's I think very you have to establish different. some sort of connection between like, with the group and yourself. Like being able to communicate like exactly what you're saying, right, with a random group of people. When it comes down to it, like if you're in a group project and it's like randomly assigned groups and some no one's taking charge, everyone's like just kind of doing everything and be quiet. And the ability to like take over and like say, hey, guys, like really one of the things that I find the easiest thing to do is when a teacher gives like a group project and it's like a worksheet and then they give it to like a group of people and you're like, hey, groups of three, I'm going to sign these groups. Here's a worksheet. You have to do it. One of the things I find easiest to do is just restate what the teacher says we have to do. So like first thing I'll do whenever I'm in a group of like um, new people and like stuff I'll go over. So here's what it looks like from my perspective of what we have to do. This worksheet covers physics or this cover it's like the history of World War II and stuff. Like just being able to like start like that um, in a sense, like building a little bit of authority almost is by saying mm-hmm. like, here's what needs to be done. And then like asking them like, hey, what do you think about this? Or what, what do you guys want to do? Is there certain questions you want to work on or do you want to yeah. do this all together and work through like the whole thing? Like being able to just like restate what the teacher says almost is a really effective way to like start the leadership position. And people will start like if someone like if you're in a group of people, right? And someone's like, okay, here's what we have to do. You're more likely to like follow that person almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably say if you're in a random group, probably being the first one to speak or being probably the most outgoing person, not like over the top outgoing, but the first one to speak and maybe ask questions is probably automatically portrayed as a leader. Mm-hmm. I know I have this in my um, lab group at school. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I didn't know these people when I was in my ladder beginning of the school year. I didn't know them. So um, we didn't really have anything to talk about. So what I did is I would just read the lab paper. I would read the prompt. I would read the questions. And I would ask the people at my table, what do you think about the questions? I wasn't really taking charge. I wasn't being dominant, per se. I was just reciprocating. I was being minor, minorly outgoing, being the mm. first one to speak, being the one to ask questions, being the one to ask, hey, are we ready to move on? Do you want to skip this question? Just these basic ones that incorporate the entire group. And that definitely, like, it's those little things that make a leader. It's like it leadership comes down to all the little things, like the little things like taking taking the first step and being the first one to say, like, hey, guys, here's what you have to do. And just like even just asking questions is also like being part of a leader. Yeah, you don't need to you don't need to lead all the time. Part of being a leader is getting influence from other people, specifically the people who you're leading, because you have to have common interests or it's just not going to work out. Yeah. And like when it's randomly group assignment and there's a worksheet that everyone has to work on, that's a commonly that's a common interest. Getting the worksheet done, getting a decent grade and not dying. Yeah. (laughs) One of the things that I wanted to mention that I thought was really important when it comes to leadership, and one of the things that I wanted to tell you about, because one of this is one of the things that I'm kind of like, I'm not jealous per se, but like you do this really, really well, and I want to learn how well you do it, because you do something that I find personally amazing, and it's one of the things that I think makes you such an amazing, like a uh, good friend and a great person, comes down to the types of appreciation you give. When it comes down to like in whenever you're doing something right and as a leader like oh hey that's a really good point or like giving compliments and being like giving appreciation to people and making sure that it's like honest and real appreciation for people you vikas are like amazing when it comes to you have this like aurora of positivity that follows you around like we will be playing video games at like 1 a.m and we will be losing and you'll be like that's okay there's another game i'm like I don't know how you did it. We lost like zero to 47 (laughs) and I am like about to throw my controller or something and I'm about to just turn off the Xbox and just like go to bed or something. And you're like, no, it's okay. We got this. That was just, you know, you, you did really good on this one part of the game and we can do better next time. That type of positivity in that situation. And this isn't just like he does it one time. He does this consistently whenever we play games. Now, there are some days where it's like, you know, an off day or whatever. But this is one of the things <laughs> I find most common, like that one of the things that I really appreciate, Vikas, about you is like your ability to give like positivity and bring that around with you. So I wanted to point that out because one of the things I think that the leader has, it doesn't have to be positivity, but I think it really helps if you're able to be positive and give like compliments to people and like appreciate the work that they're doing, like any progress that somebody makes on things. So if someone, like if you're working, like we've been using the example of a worksheet, if like you're answering the question, like going through and saying, here's the question, and someone comes up with a really good answer, give them appreciation for it. Say, hey, that's a really good answer. One, it makes them feel good. Two, you feel good because you're complimenting them. Three, we're moving forward and we're like giving positive reinforcement for moving forward. So Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? First of all, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, um, I don't really, I don't really like, it's now become second nature to me now. I'm not sure if it's just the way I was raised or like how I am, but nobody likes to be put down. I've been put down before. Mm-hmm. I, it doesn't feel good. So 
I now thinking throughout my day, just today, I've done like multiple acts of this. Like, um, before we started recording today, I was at tennis, mm-hmm. and there was this guy who was on my team, and he was having an off day. So I just told him, "Hey, it's okay." And then when he hits a gets a good shot, I'm like, "Hey, nice shot, man." The other team, I'm like, "Oh, nice serve." Mm-hmm. And even that's just that's just today. It even before that, like during school and stuff, whenever we work on projects, like, "Oh." Nice answer. I didn't even think of that. Man, that's good. Just positivity. I'm not sure how. It's probably second nature, but probably if you want to start reciprocating that, it's probably think about how, how others want to be treated. How do you want to be treated? Mm-hmm. You got you, Not everything has to be in the moment. You got to think about the big picture, like yeah. the video game reference. It's, it's just a game. Yeah. Nothing to get worked up about. Nothing to get upset about. Give or take, this this wasn't the same message I was talking to myself last night while we were playing the game. <laughs> yeah. I was I was losing my mind. I oh. was saying stuff I should not be saying. <laughs> that was just an off game. But that I mean, was really like, bad. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> but that luckily, was... luckily, you were there and you were able to reciprocate my post positivity <laughs> that I've been preaching. I was able to sort of calm me down. Yeah, I mean. When it comes down to like giving appreciation and that sort of thing, super beneficial. Like, and one of the things that I find like most when it comes down to a project or something, if I'm working towards like a project or something, and I get if someone tells me like, "Hey, you're doing a good job," or this, that, and the other, really awesome. And I think that I think I don't know how I've done this, but like all of these traits and things that I've talked about, I've like read all these books and like done all the research and like tried to practice all this stuff out such a long time ago that it's kind of like as you were saying, second nature. That's what it becomes. Mm-hmm. It becomes second nature. It just becomes another part of you. So I'll notice in my class, like whenever we're working on a group project or something, like someone, when we were working on a Socratic seminar coming up, we have groups for Socratic seminars now. And we were like giving a topic or something and everyone in the group had to decide a topic. And we're like, some people like, some people, when I didn't even say anything. I just like was sitting in the group and I was like, okay, we're going to meet over here and whatnot. Because like this is what the teacher is like, okay, we meet over here. So I'm like, okay everybody in this group meet over here and then somebody else appointed me leader like christian's the uh, master on this topic of lucid dreaming and i'm like i didn't even say anything <laughs> like thank you <laughs> things like that and like i we were working on yet another socratic seminar in a different class and people were asking me questions on how should we go about this i didn't even say anything i'm just kind of like i'm here i guess i'm just a living leader apparently <laughs> yes yes <laughs> i feel like it's contagious once you start to become a leader Everybody knows you're the guy, you're the leader, you're the one in charge. You don't necessarily need to be the best leader, mm-hmm. but you got you can be a good one. You just got to be a good one. As long as you're, you know, as long as you're better than no leader. Because when it comes down to like when you have a group project and nobody's in charge, it's just there's so much like really what a leader does is it makes sure everyone on track and organized. Because if everyone's not on track or organized, and that's what happens when you don't have a leader, right? When you have a whole bunch of people that are either competing to be in charge or you have a whole bunch of people that don't want to take charge, there's no combined directional effort and organization that takes place. So everyone's working by themselves in multiple different directions. When you have a leader, you're getting all that effort and energy put in one direction and one path, and that's how you break through the walls and the bricks and the challenges and the worksheets that you, that your teacher in life gives you being a leader is just like directing everyone's energy in one place. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Also, just like 
random question that I think will probably snowball into more important facts that we should probably cover. <laughs> when I see the word leader, mm-hmm. what is the main trait that sticks out in your hand? Like, this makes a good leader. This is the one trait I would use to describe a leader. What trait is that? I would say either, like I said earlier, I'd say either effective communication skills or being able to like point out the direction that we need to lead in. Being like organized and saying, this is where we're going. This is how we're doing it. And having like, as you were saying earlier, the idea of a big picture, having like, here's what we need to do and here's how we're going to do it. Or maybe not even how, here's how we're going to do it. Just saying, here's what we need to do. What do you guys think we should do for it? That's what it takes to be a leader. It's just mm-hmm. knowing where we need to go and saying, what are our ideas on how to get there? Yeah. This is probably just an interesting, you probably already covered that you're a leader, but what do you think about yourself makes you a leader? Like, what do you think you do really well that naturally makes you a leader? Everybody says, oh, Christian, he's the leader. He's going to run this group. Yeah, let's ask Christian. He probably knows. What do you think trait makes you the leader? That's a really good question. I haven't actually thought of this before. Like, what makes me a leader in a sense? I would say naturally (laughs) would come down to being more outgoing and trying to like being not even like a little bit assertive and being able to say like, here's what our objectives are. And like, as I've said earlier, it's basically restating what needs to get done Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, now what do you, what do you think about this? Getting other people's inputs like I've really become a leader in a sense, or at least I try to be a leader in a sense of asking other people, what do you think needs to be done? And like telling people, here's what our effort is. Because a leader is really just the person that directs everyone to that goal. And yeah. knows knows how to get people there. So I'll, I actually have a great story for this. We were in psychology class. This is uh, eighth period. It was boys versus girls. In, we had two different classrooms. Um, our class was broken up into two different classrooms, taking up an extra empty classroom of this. They have these things in the school called breakout, which is like you guys have heard of the escape the room, right? Where there's like puzzles and things to unlock your door to escape a room. Breakout is essentially the same thing where there's puzzles and clues about what you've been learning in class to unlock locks on a box that has like a prize or like candy or something inside of it like extra credit or homework pass or something inside of it so it was psychology class we had the guys with the girls the girls had 16 people i want to say and the guys had nine so we were severely outnumbered regardless we had some people that you can tell were obviously do not pay attention in class the people that are like on their laptops or on their phones the entire time that are like teachers like annoyed with them so we had like Probably, like, two-thirds of our group were actually, like, attentive in class and knew what they were doing and knew what the subject matter was about. Now, when it came to how this whole breakout went went out, so there was clues hidden around. There's two clues written around the room. And what happened was is I, I knew there was nine people, so I was like, okay, here's what's going to happen. Everybody, look for a clue. So we had, like, everyone went out, looked for a clue. We've ended up finding two different clues. So I was like, okay, we've got two different clues. We've got nine people. Three people work on trying to randomly guess the box. Just see if you can get some combinations. Three people work on clue number one. Three people work on clue number two. And then it went out. Some people had progress in that stuff. And then after a while, people were getting really stuck on some of the stuff. Like, I know that some of these people, just from, like, being in the same class with them, I know what some of their strengths are. Like, some people are better at solving one type of problem versus another. And that's one of the things. And being able to know what a person's, like, strengths are, super beneficial. 
and then going even more so so we had there was a problem that was dealing with like perception and like what is your peripheral vision this that and the other and it had all these numbers attached to it so i put the people that i thought would be good on number duty on that task and then we ended up getting to a point where people got stuck on that thing so i said let's have people switch up and we'll switch around the order of people because now we get new insights and ideas onto that task I really just made sure that, and over the course of this whole time, there was multiple times where people were getting distracted with, like, trying to, like, someone ended up breaking, like, this, um, the band off of one of the um, black lights that was being ended up using because they were, like, just playing around with it or whatever. But really trying to make sure that everyone's on task, super important when it comes to being in a leadership position. And I think when it came down to it is me being able to tell people, hey, you're Hey, we need to get back on task. We're trying to beat the girls in the class. You you can't you can't mess around with the black light while we're trying to beat the girls in the class, trying to get like candy, or whatever is inside of this a magical box. So what ended up happening is that in it was funny enough, is that in the middle of this whole class, and we ended up beating the girls. So we ended up beating them by like five, ten minutes almost. When we had less people on them. And then I went over the other side and um, I had two of my friends in the class were like Really, Christian carried us in the Christian carried us in the thing. And I was like, the only thing I did was tell people where to go. <laughs> I didn't even, like. I solved half of one of the problems. I didn't even really do anything. <laughs> like I solved like one of the puzzles in half of the problem. Two, like two of the other, two or three of the other people actually solved the rest of the whole thing. The only thing I did was tell people where to go. And they're like, Christian won for us. I didn't do very much. All I did was tell people where to go. <laughs> yeah just being a leader you represent an entire group and if you're a good leader that group will succeed and rise and you'll be the person that gets most of the credit I and that's mean, why you got to become a good leader gotta become I think a good leader. when when it also like taking all so here's the thing being part of a leader is taking credit when things go south you got to take credit for that when things go north yeah. let let people know so when things go south Take the credit for it. Say, you know what? I did the X, Y, Z wrong. It's okay. It's on me. Because that makes your people that you are leading feel better. When things go north, make sure the people who have done the effort know that they have done effort and that they've accomplished something. Be like, hey, you did really good on X, Y, and Z, and that's why we accomplished this. That is what makes yes. like as we're going positive back to saying, feedback, positive, positive feedback. feedback, appreciation. That's like part of when it comes down to being a leader. So when it comes down to it, do you have anything else you want to add on before we end this episode? Yeah, just one just one minor thing, but has a major impact. Mm-hmm. When you start to become a leader, there's this unspoken trait. A lot of people don't really talk about it, but it's unspoken. And I remember this college representative, I think his name was Jeremy from Penn State, he came in and he talked to us, talked to us about it. Um, I'm not sure if this was entirely what his lesson was on, but the main thing that I remember from him was his positive attitude mm-hmm. and how positive he wanted to make the session be and teach us how to be positive and all the benefits that came from being positive. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, there's a saying he said, a smile is contagious. If you walk into a room and smile, Probably half the people that see you will smile back. Mm-hmm. Smiles are contagious. Having a positive attitude brings a positive feeling to the people who you're leading. 
If you're happy, the other people are happy. If you're upset because somebody didn't do something, that makes the rest of your group upset. If you're if somebody screws up big time, you don't want to get upset because if you're upset, everybody else gets upset. You gotta say, okay, it's a mistake. Let's fix it. Let's continue on. Let's get over it. It's not that big of a deal. Even if it is, positive attitude. The world could be melting. Up. Oh, just, just, just put a band aid on it. It's fine. We'll get it done eventually. Exactly. Positive attitude. And I think one of the things that you said, and kind of like uh, just to sum up what you said from what I heard, is that people, and this is one of the things that I find really curious, and this is one of the things that's like really common in our day. Like whenever someone gives you, for say, when you're in the movie theater and someone gives you like your tickets back and like enjoy your movie, and you're like, you too, that's so natural. Like they're not watching a movie. But you said you too, as if they're going to go watch a movie because you're sharing, you want to share that with them because whatever they give to you, you want to give back to them. That's why like when flight attendants are like, enjoy your flight, you're like, you too. Um, no, I, you're not actually going on a flight. Never mind. It's like all those things. It's really easy because whatever someone gives to you, you immediately want to give it back to them. And yep, that's, treat people how you want to be treated. Exactly. That's why the golden rule is called such. It's because treat other people as you want other people to treat you. It's such a golden rule because it stays true in, like, 99% of all life, pretty much. Movie tickets, flight tickets, smiles, compliments. Like, if you give someone a compliment, there's a really good chance they're going to give you a compliment as well. Because that's just how our culture is, almost. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I do that all the time, even if it ends up backfiring. (laughs) I mean... It's just how I treat them how they want, I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. I treat them how I want to be treated. That's the bottom line. That's what makes a good leader, too, knowing the common interests as well. Treat people how you want to be treated. If you want to be, like, somebody breathing down your neck all the time, then be that leader. But I don't think you want that. <laughs> so it's better to know the people, use some of these traits that we've discussed, try to reciprocate it to become the best possible leader you can be. And with that, I'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast so much. It really helps us out. And I'd like to ask you if you could please share this episode with someone that you think would like this episode and like to learn how to become a leader and like some of the traits that it takes to be a leader. If you want to message us any questions or any ideas you have for the podcast, you can just at our email, which is youngersmarterbetter at gmail.com. If you want to tag us in on social media, our social media is at YSB Today. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you would please give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Simplecast website. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Christian Adlita, and I'm with my co-host. Vikas Patel. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode, and stay hungry for knowledge. <laughs>